Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. rolls on uh, we're all still living in in a world dominated by the coronavirus but on the plus side uh, that means really I'm not gonna have to commute anywhere for the foreseeable future uh, mm, other yes. than well other than I mean uh, obviously I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna have to go back and forth to Richmond uh, because that is where Emily has moved, but uh, in terms of like going to work or going to school, I, I'm pretty much uh, landlocked in my apartment. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's that. Yeah, but uh, that that makes sense. But I mean, you still kind of go out to to the grocery store and, and everything, and uh, you might want want the creature comforts of of home or or not actually your home, maybe a a, a uh, aspirational home uh, available to you and and i think i think i have an idea of of where you can you can do that maybe okay tell me more um i think you need you need to be in something that is high off the ground so so almost like you're flying because we can't get on airplanes right now um and also like airplanes you don't want to hear anything that's going on outside uh so i suggest you have something with active noise cancellation um, you also need the cushiest seats you can have, so maybe uh, leather, um, and also a big touchscreen because everything in our life is is with touchscreens now, um, and have plenty of room, but just for you. I, I, I'm I'm a little confused here because it doesn't seem terribly efficient to fly business class to and from the grocery store. See, but you know what. You shouldn't be thinking about yourself. You should be thinking about um, the consumers that, for instance, are buying uh, Motor Trend's Truck of the Year, which I won't tell you what the brand is, but uh, it is a $65,000 truck. Kevin, how does that sound to you? Active noise cancellation? You just have you have your Bose headphones on all the time, but in a car in which outdoor noises are important. Yeah, sounds like a good allocation of financial resources, to be sure. I mean, I think I think my point about taking business class flights to the grocery store wasn't too far off, at least like for a year. I mean, Kevin, in terms of the financial decision, if you don't have a truck, how are you going to haul all of your gold around? <laughs> yes, because we know from the Italian job you can't put it in a Mini Cooper. Yeah, <laughs> They'll catch you for sure. And yet you bought one anyway. You also can't put it in a bus, so obviously you need you need a truck. I, I'm you nothing for that. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I did. Yes. Nothing. Nothing does better for an audio-based medium than non-responses. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so you you've been thinking about pickup trucks, then, Pierce? Yeah, I have, and um, there's there's really uh, there's a couple reasons, but. 
Um, one is I, I live in a place now that there are a lot of really large pickup trucks around all the time, and, and they're the heavy-duty kind, the one-ton pickups. This is not your F-150, um, to give a size comparison. This is the F-250 and above. These are, these are much larger, and they are um, one thing that is, is gets in the other sense is I'm out, outdoors running a lot and everything. And as was detailed in a Wall Street Journal article that I guess we'll link to, is these are um, the crowns of the hoods are basically six feet up in the air. So there are a lot of um, blind spots around the trucks. And so I've seen this, and it's it's not like the trucks of yesteryear. And it, it had me wondering, and this article kind of gets to it, is, is that it isn't indeed. The trucks have gotten bigger, and they're more creature comfort focused. And it's it's a weird thing because when I think of trucks, I really think of them as, as utility. I mean, Max, we've been up to, to Maine and there are a lot of trucks up there and there seems to be a utility to it if you're on a private road and you kind of need that or you're hauling stuff or whatever. Um, and then, you know, Kevin, also where, where you're from, uh, growing up, I think there were a lot of trucks for, for similar reasons. People are honestly going going anything from kayaking to just around their homes doing stuff and needing trucks in a way that is utility based and that's not what i'm seeing here uh, kevin i think you've you've kind of thought deeply about this in the past especially like when you went to college if i recall correctly yes growing uh in front royal virginia growing up everyone kind of has a truck and if, if you have if, yeah um and i always thought of it as oh well you might need it to do yard work or like you said there's a river and a lot of people have kayaks or something uh but i never really was explained the math behind how much trucks cost and how, mm-hmm. how much car insurance costs and the fact that you can rent all of these things that you need you can rent a truck or you can rent a kayak and i just it didn't really seem like people ever sat down and, and did the math on these big machines they had but um yeah, so looking out at it now, it just does not seem like an appealing option to me, though I don't know that I'm planning on having a 20-acre yard that I'm going to be doing work on all the time. Yeah, I I, I mean, I think of... I think that's that's a realization I'm, I'm kind of just having, too, is, is like you, I kind of thought that these were very purposeful and and what i'm seeing now is that they are treated more like sean as you said business class items and and same thing with some of the suvs growing up i thought of we you know i had two of these things i had we had a um a ford ranger like the ones from the late 90s that you still see around now and they're very small trucks i remember sitting switching with my brother there the two up front seats and then there were almost these jump seats which were sideways and i i could I'm sure I could not really fit in one now. They were not full seats. It was to say, I have a truck and I can put stuff in the back of it. And the other thing, so so there's a utility to that. Same with, uh, I remember this just abundance of SUVs seemingly all of a sudden, like an Explorer, and then eventually we had a Suburban, which was totally unnecessary. But I thought of those as like people haulers. You have three kids and then all of a sudden, you know, your car's very full. So let's add a third row. I mean, Sean, you drive a big SUV now. I mean, is that something you've thought of with them? Have you seen this change? I don't know if it's really a change, but. Um, so I, I gotta, I gotta be honest that I think I missed some of that because of internet connection stuff. But I mean, I, you know, 
my my mom drove a suburban for 15 years and i can tell you that it's not just i mean it, big suvs as people haulers is 100 percent correct i mean it's for you know it's for you and your kids and their friends it's for taking people to soccer practice i mean it's called the suburban for a reason uh, you know that's that's the target audience uh, but i mean that seems that seems like it's a very different thing from you know from a big heavy duty pickup truck that it is at least still it certainly is still marketed as something for people who work on construction sites and need massive towing capability and need to be able to haul blocks of cement and wild shit like that. So, I, you yeah. know, I, I don't have a good handle. I mean, I think that I probably have been the most removed uh, from pickup trucks just like for my whole life uh, of the four of us. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't totally get the appeal i mean i i don't understand why you need noise canceling in a car it seems like you really need to hear environmental noise but comfort's good yeah yeah no and i mean i guess max you are also more close you're closer to to the need for them i mean you you kind of when we presented this topic the other day kind of said well maybe they're stupid but but then you kind of came back when you thought about the drive that you were actually about to take yeah i mean i I, for a while i was thinking like there's not really any reason they're sort of marketed in such a way like you like you said like oh you're gonna haul a, a ton of bricks but most most pickups i see on the road the bed is is empty um and i agree with sean uh sorry i agree with kevin that like there's a, there's a functional use, but it, it doesn't make sense financially at that price point. Um, but then I did think like there are situations where you may need to plow a private road or a driveway, for instance, and so that might require a, a vehicle like that. Um, but 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 I don't know if that warrants the price. I, I I mean I think that people buy trucks because they want trucks. I don't I don't know that it's necessarily yeah. usually for for functional reasons. And I mean as as Bridget pointed out, like. Flying a Trump flag from a Mini Cooper doesn't have the same effect as flying it from a truck that's seven feet off the ground. So and and just you know, like you really flying, need to get some lift on that. And just like flying one from a truck without truck nuts doesn't carry the same weight as flying <laughs> one from a truck with truck nuts. I mean, like, yeah, that right. that I Definitely get. I mean, it's <laughs> as as with every large purchase, there's there's certainly some extent to which you do it to signal who you are as a person. Uh, yeah, I mean that. Right, like that as, as someone who lives in the Northeast now, I'm you know the idea of a Subaru really appeals to me, so <laughs> I have to consider that when getting my next car. But Kevin, I, the reason that the Subaru appeals to you is because you've you've gotten soft and become a progressive liberal, and you're the <laughs> one we should be afraid of. You're, you're the one who's going to drive a foreign yeah, car, not a Ram or a Ford or a Chevy. See, Subaru so with your 2008 Field Burn sticker doesn't have the same effect. <laughs> <laughs> Ben and Jerry. Yeah, I think that's also. I think that's also why, like you say, the trucks are getting bigger. It's because it's not for any functional reason, but just because 
when they advertise it to these people who want the trucks, they'd be like, hey, our truck is bigger. Well, hang on, though. Because it's also a pretty incontrovertible fact that people are getting bigger. (laughs) So... Uh, maybe maybe we actually do uh, maybe you are buying a truck for functional hauling purposes <laughs> well it's it's interesting because I mentioned the jump seat there uh, earlier and and one thing that they show is that since the early 90s the the size and even since like 2008 or so the weight of these these trucks has increased a lot but one thing that has also increased is is a length and width equation that's going on. Um, for instance, uh, I, th- uh, I think it might be Chevy. You don't get it wrong, but they're they're looking into this common cab, which is the F one fifty, for instance, and the two fifty or the fifteen hundred and the twenty five hundred. They have the same cab, even though uh, it dimensions, even though the truck bed is is shorter. So you're keeping it large for the people and for the actual payload. So so the back part where you put stuff. Is, is shorter as opposed to like in 1995 it was you wanted all that space for for stuff so so yeah it is it is more of a people mover as opposed to a, a stuff hauler um so i found that interesting the the other thing is the widths are to go to that comic cap the widths of these trucks even as they are bigger like the the ton versus the half ton size they are the same width so you really do have this huge mammoth thing that's out but, there and max you're making a face as if you're disgusted by oh well partially disgusted and partially that you're saying it's the same width but you're are you saying even the ones that have like the the four tires on the back those things are definitely wider their footprint on the road is is wider right yeah you're just saying I think interior the, width or the bed width is the same the so the the i, I think it's the cab width the, the so chassis like door to, yeah 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 the the dually part or i i don't know what you call it the the back tire part that's that's not it but uh the from from driver's side door to passenger side door that width is the same huh yeah. it feels bigger uh, but yeah there's yeah um and to your point uh sean of of people are getting bigger i think we've talked before about how suvs are are more and more popular because people can't sit down in a sedan um I was just reading about how a lot of these trucks also have automated steps that come out, which looks really cool. But part of it is people who are buying trucks can't step up into them in the way that, you know, you see those the old trucks, you get the lift and you have to jump up in there, which that's a whole other matter where people get these trucks lifted, even though they're like mm-hmm. three feet up. Yes, Max. Well, just in terms of the height, too, I think there's probably a, a, a chicken and egg problem there um, where people I, I I've had people tell me and I know that people don't really like sometimes driving in lower vehicles because they feel mm-hmm. they just don't feel as safe they want to be up higher but I'm, I'm not sure if it's that they want to be up higher than the road or higher than other vehicles so as other vehicles become taller like if you're like i know in my car i'm okay with it i'm in a low vehicle but if i'm surrounded by giant trucks it's it's a little you know it's not a comforting feeling so if trucks keep getting taller then are all of our cars just going to keep getting lifted i mean they're just going to keep they're just going to keep ceasing production on what you would call cars. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, some something to that effect. I mean, and I also, I don't want to put this entirely on the American obesity epidemic because it's hard to get into a tall-ass pickup truck when you're spry and limber. Like, it's it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, I, I mean, I think that the... 
the the taller thing is is kind of important there because you know to to Sean to your point a little bit uh, Ford doesn't make sedans anymore they just said we're, we're not going to do that and um, this year was the first time ever that uh, sales of trucks outpaced all other automobiles that that has, that hasn't happened before I'm sure it's in part because you know Ford has a good size market share but but still um, so you're gonna have fewer and fewer lower cars um, but one thing that is was pointed out here is that uh, you know max to your point um, for a pedestrian to go back to like walking along and there's a blind spot well also now that this car is higher and is as tall as Dwight Howard at the top, um, you're in a blind spot if you start walking across the street. And also the there's mention of an IIHS study where those are pretty much just like walls. They're chromed out walls that then if they hit you, um, it's very different than getting hit by, uh, you know, Kevin or I's smaller sedan vehicle. Like you're probably still going to get hurt, but there's not a wall that's hitting you in your upper thorax it's it's you know that's that's the difference here and that that is kind of frightening especially as you know uh i like being able to walk around and stuff but that does give me pause yeah no one's gonna roll on top of the hood of a of a pickup because that's you're not tall enough for that no no uh you're 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 definitely not but I mean, another another aspect of this too is is I I can't I can't deny that they do they do look cool, and the commercials for trucks. I mean, is there anything as in? I mean, I think there are beer commercials, but also when watching football, which is I think the biggest TV draw that there is, it's beer commercials and then the F one fifty commercials or the Chevy commercials. I mean, Kevin, that that is that is a fixture of Sunday afternoons, is it not? Yeah, I just got chills thinking about. <laughs> drinking a Bud Light, watching football, and having this deep male voice talk to me about how I need a truck. This is deep male voice or Dennis Leary. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. It is Dennis yeah. Leary. So Pierce, I how pervasive were trucks where you grew up? Because I, you're kind well, of well. I mean, um, I'd say that where. Uh, like where I went to high school and stuff, um, because there was so much construction going on, um, there were a good, I did see trucks all the time, but it was people who had these dented up trucks. Right now I'm seeing, uh, spotless, well-detailed trucks. Um, Mm. the other thing is I I think that that was before you had this luxury truck boom. Like occasionally you'd see the fancy GMC one. Um, but it was much more, Escalades and everything else. I think they are, you know, status symbols, and and I I totally get that. You want to buy the thing that is is pretty. I mean, there was there was a a part here where I was reading about how the grills become such a marketing aspect. But um, yes, John. Uh, now you say you want to buy the thing that's pretty, and you talk about mm-hmm. luxury luxury trucks, and and I have a, mm-hmm. two two things that I want to maybe push back on. One is. Why has no luxury car manufacturer made a pickup truck? And two, uh, have you seen a Chevy Avalanche recently? Those things are ugly as sin. And do they still make those? Or I mean, I, I see don't know them if they're the still making brand new model year ones. But I have seen, I have, I have notably seen multiple Avalanches in the last ten days. 
on the road mm. and was just blown away. I said out loud in a car with no one else in it, who the fuck drives a Chevy Avalanche in 2020? Maybe the answer I, I, I is recall. everyone. I, you know, the, yeah. I mean, the, you know, the, the no one in my car could have just said, who drives a beat to shit 2004 Tahoe in 2020? And I would have had to say, well, well played, no one. So yeah. what? Which luxury brands are you suggesting are not making pickup trucks? Uh, I mean, it, name name one. All all of them. Well, like, Am I there right? is Am a, I wrong? There's like a there's a Cadillac pickup truck. My my gut just immediately went to the fact that like a there, lot of luxury brands are European based and European roads are smaller, so they just don't. I don't think the Europeans have as much of a market for trucks. But there's also plenty but, of like Japanese and Korean trucks, right? But but also keep their yeah I, I think Honda oh, I, Honda has a truck and and also Sean well, I suppose there there is, is there was yeah. at one point an Escalade model that was a pickup truck of sorts. yeah do they not make that anymore they might I, not they do not there's an Audi pickup maybe truck that's because that looks like the bed's pretty short <laughs> well fuck me I guess I Which, just don't know anything about pickup trucks. Well, I think to your point, Sean, is, is maybe not full pickup trucks, but in the last few years, um, Bentley, Lamborghini, uh, Porsche before that, but there has been this move to those those luxury sports car makers being like, we're going to make an SUV, and people buy them. I think that's a similar uh, that's a similar move. Yeah, I mean, I would say I was thinking primarily of Mercedes-Benz and BMW. Also, this Audi pickup mm-hmm. truck is one of the ugliest things I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, it's not a good looking car. And, and and I say that as someone who once in in a fit of adolescent wrongness uh was into the original that boxy scion. Uh mm. and I can confidently say this is worse. Yeah. So I, I do want to get to one thing which which I shared with you all and and I uh, and Sean you had a really nice rebuttal about it but I well as I'm is I'm seeing these trucks and be like why the hell would you get that I still see the utility in trucks and I have this this you know future vision of you know as an alternate car or, or like a second car is having a a small truck like the Ford Ranger I described earlier but I think there's a specific reason for it. But Sean, first say, when I say, oh, I think I want this truck, you say... Well, now I get to add on to it because I I can say, my original take was, you're the most anti-car person I know on this planet, and you're talking about wanting a small pickup truck. Now I can revise that to say, you are the most anti-car person I know, and you just talked about a pickup truck as a second automobile. What? What's happening? Is my brain melt? Did I smoke DMT and not realize it? Am I dying? Well, I mean, I current in my current household there are two cars, so so it's not like totally totally crazy. But but I'm still, you know, your point is I am anti car. But I think what I'm realizing as you say that is cars is is your conveyance, like a re- over reliance on that. I am still against that. But if for if in some way like i i live in uh you know out in the woods like like max does you kind of need a truck and i get that utility for its purposes um just like there are things like 
long haul trucking is the best way we can get certain things from point A to point B, like produce and things like that. I think that a small truck has a certain utility, and I associate it with that part. Um, Whereas I probably am never going to need a Range Rover. Not that I want one anyways, but you can probably put all those people in a Honda and not have as much crap. Um, so so that's kind of how I feel. I mean, I, I, I can be all of our grandparents and say that no one ever needs a Range Rover. No one in the history no. of the universe has ever needed a Range Rover specifically. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, I, 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 can, I can get behind the idea that your, your situation di- dictates the kind of car that it makes sense for you to have. Of course. It would be, it would mm-hmm. be silly to not take that position. But I, I think that but, the truck, like in this case, this would just be an excellent argument for any type of car sharing service, whether that's some type of future automatic one or even just a a communal one would seem to make more sense. Or even buying something that you can I, I have an, behind your other I car. have an even better idea. Why don't we make them bigger so they can accommodate dozens of people at a time and maybe like centralize the ownership and administration of them oh wait it's buses oh wait we can make them fly too it's planes so so here's the thing and and wait hang on before we do that why don't we put them on electrified rails oh it's trains oh that sounds european you all have japanese you all have made great points (laughs) and i really like those points and this is my general view about conveyances but at as I'm going around in the evening and seeing all the Range Rovers and the big trucks, um, these are huge vehicles, very nice, beautiful vehicles that usually have one person in them. So I think that ultimately the problem is why do we want to be above everybody and everything else? We want to look down on those people. Of, of course it is. Because you are yes. not of those people. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. So maybe I just want the little truck so I can drive away from all that. Not the those people, but the them people in the Range Rovers and the big trucks. Yeah. I mean, we we talked about this when we were talking about why sports shouldn't have, you know, shouldn't be happening. It's because you can't trust Americans. We're not to be trusted. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> or the yeah. or the Marlins. The, the world. Know, not to the, go out in Atlanta. The world seems to just be now be starting to figure that out. We're not to be trusted. They're finally catching up. Yeah, when you when you sent the article originally, I did all of this overthinking of like, oh, the cost of a truck. Why do people why do people in Front Royal get trucks? Well, the answer is just that like people who want a truck want a truck, and um, that's why they can upcharge like crazy right. for them because it, people it's want a, a truck. It's a status symbol. It's a cultural signifier. It's 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 all of the things that we love so much here. Yeah. And and keep in mind as we as we always say, the most dangerous thing most people will ever do is is drive. And now they're in these cars that have chrome walls in front of them that just smush pedestrians. Um so all the more power to the people driving small BMW trucks like Max, speaking of <laughs> oh luxury God. truck makers. I love my truck. <laughs> Can haul so much gold. <laughs> The only way it will make sense for any of us to get a truck is if we all live next door to each other and share a truck. It's the only time it's going to make sense. Ooh, a little truck pooling? Yeah. Truck pooling. (laughs) 
and and even then, like only it. if we all live next to each other, like on a private road in Maine. Which hey, right. mm-hmm. we you know we we gotta look into. Wait, so does Subaru, does Subaru buy a bar? Uh, they make the Subaru Subaru Baja. Sean, that's we don't need to light money on fire that bad. We can just get action noise. We'll just buy a truck. truck. <laughs> well, we might need the truck to haul the brewing brewing equipment. Oh yeah, to Subaru Outback is that a truck? I don't. No, no Subaru Baja. Subaru Outback is the whatever Subaru this thing that is. Sorry, I don't know. It's the I'm Subaru that at. every person in Charlottesville in 2010 drove. I just, I found it funny, Kevin. Baja, you were talking yeah, about okay. growing up in Front Royal and everybody driving trucks because like my first picture of driving in Virginia was seeing Charlottesville, which was just full of Subarus, almost all of which had Obama 08 stickers on them. It was great. What a time yeah, that was. stickers in Front Royal are mixed. It was a simpler time. <laughs> Before time. the average transaction price of a, of a Ford F-Series truck was $51,000, which is... Uh, my favorite statistic that I have gleaned in the last couple of days. That could buy you like four sedans, <laughs> or or a down payment on a house in basically all of America, where people buy trucks. Right, yes, that could have that could have bought you a year of my labor. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, we we laugh, but it is it is really problematic. Is that that just. A, you know, a used truck is very different than these that are very much haves and, and have nots, and that's kind of just glaringly d- unsettling. But so what can you do? Yeah. So, uh, all right. If we uh, want to do maybe some final thoughts, if anybody has them. Uh, thank God for football. Well, you might have to wait a little longer on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, we can we can we can be nostalgic for a simpler time. We we were just doing it, so we can we can extend that. Um, uh, all right, so let's move on as we do to Pierce's sorry. What are you apologizing for today? Um. So so this one is uh was was kind of personal. I mean, they're all personal, but this definitely felt like a personal failing. So. I recently set up my new audio kind of setup in my living room, and um, I was having some issues with my, I guess you'd call it the, the TV connection to, to the speakers through the receiver, um, and it was re- very fuzzy, and this is something that has happened before, and I've tried redoing the speaker wires and using banana plugs, and to the point of, I even got a new receiver. And so to my horror this week, and I will say parenthetically, the receiver was probably dead anyways. It was fine. Um, but uh, to my horror this week, uh, I kind of said, screw this, and took a different um, wire that I was using for something else that was, that was a connector um, and stopped using the the one that I normally use for my TV connection. And the, the fuzziness completely disappeared. So what I realized is that for now, like for five years or so, I've been using this faulty system that has seen me, you know, play Super Bowls and everything else and not sound great, even though the components and the speakers were fine the whole time. And as always, it was the connection, not any of the components. And so I felt particularly bad for all the people that had sat through very fuzzy uh, 
you know, music and, and videos and everything else on, on my TV. So I apologize if you've listened to fuzzy sound playback on my TV in the last five years. <laughs> I accept your apology. Yeah, yeah I we, might we actually gave Max a, a Super Bowl comeback against the Falcons and the UVA basketball championship. Like there's been lots of good yeah. times on that sound system. That's that's true. And it really was. Uh, I'll have to send it to you all separately, but it, it, it of course, this was messed up. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I felt really bad about that. Fortunately, my receiver did not cost that much. Okay. Uh, well, let's close the show as we do with a big idea from pop culture. And uh, I, I mentioned needing to wait a while for football, and, and that seems kind of especially, uh, especially true for college football. Uh, and uh, one of the developments there lately has been that there's a big group of Pac-12 uh, football players that are using this time and and using their newfound leverage and power to uh, stand up and and say to their coaches, to school administrators, to conference administrators, uh, we don't intend, if there is a season, we don't intend to play unless certain uh, certain thresholds are met. Uh, Most of them related to health and safety stuff, but some of them you know, are, are kind of uh, bold opening positions on uh, paying players. Uh, like they're they're calling for fifty percent revenue, fifty uh, percent of revenue distributed to the players, which is is obviously not going to happen this year. Likely isn't ever going to happen. But you know, as a as a jumping off point to to push for other things, I think is the right place to start from. Uh, but but thinking about that uh, reminded me of SB Nation's college football site Banner Society and a series that they ran a couple months ago uh, called the Minimalist Schedule. And and we're we're seeing conferences uh, announce plans to cut down to ten games or to cut down to conference games only. Uh, but they went a step further and played out scenario of what would the schedules be if every power conference only played two games who would be on your schedule and so they did a post for each conference and in the pac-12 they they had oregon's schedule as uh washington and oregon state and so i i just i i want to end on something that has made me smile uh and read the little blurb about Oregon's two-game schedule. The Washington game has had more in the way of national implications in recent years, but you should know that the Wikipedia page for the Oregon-Oregon State rivalry includes the words abducted, prisoner, (laughs) kidnapped, and resulting fire. They each refer to different incidents. (laughs) just just a reminder so you don't forget during this time when we are are without some of the sports that we love the most that college football rivalries are fucking insane (laughs) yeah so uh that that certainly uh brightened my day when i read it and and i was saving it for the right moment to to share it with with y'all and and with the world and i think this was 
I think this was the most opportune time. So, uh, go, go, go find you someone, go find you a rival that you can have such a, a long and, and fulfilling relationship with. Uh, or not <laughs> just go drive your Subaru out into the country somewhere. Uh, okay. That is the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web, www.prettyokpod.com or on your podcast app and device of choice. Uh, you know the drill. Leave a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing if you're a subscriber. Or just tell a friend about the show. We'd love to share it with them as well. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.